those Fitbits and other activity tracking devices on the wrists of U.S. service members, are they compromising national security? The Defense Department is rethinking its policy on wearable devices after a fitness tracking company published a map revealing the placement of troops and it splashed into the Washington Post. Federal News Radio Scott Mossioni has the latest on this. And Scott, tell us first of all what they think exactly happened in this case. Yeah, something that started off innocently enough. There's a company called Strava which collects data from apps like Fitbits or smartphones, and uh, it, it just published a heat map of where people are exercising. That's the app that burns up your battery pretty much on a yeah. long bicycle ride. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they even had any things like skiing and bicycling, you know, everything that uh, y- you could want to find out. So, you know, the, the heat map showed that cities obviously uh, are, were pretty high in exercise, but so were military bases. And that was a spot where, uh, you know, something like Area 51 or something crazy was... Uh, shown or worse maybe in one country say afghanistan or there might be some residual troops in iraq here and there and so their location would be known that's right and uh, the uh, pentagon spokesman spokesman uh, robert manning the third he also said that it could be just individuals being targeted you know you find out that someone that's a military person's running on a street you have one of these crazy uh, people out there you know who has some sort of vendetta um, you know, that that's another option that, that could happen and, and put them in harm's way. And the Pentagon then is on to this danger at this point? Yeah. And uh, so they've, they've ordered a, a full review. Secretary Mattis, uh, Defense Secretary Jim Mattis, he's in full uh, aware of this, this situation. And uh, they're really looking at it because, you know, it's it's one of those things where you have to turn off your your wearable device or whatever when you get into a restricted area or whatever but the defense department is now has to think about you know the implications of every device because every device is now connected and and tracking what you do if you remember a couple of uh years ago iphones didn't track your steps you had to download an app now they have the health app which tracks your steps your gps everywhere you go unless you tell it to turn it off so um you know this is one of those things that uh, dod has to rethink because in the past they told their their uh their service members you know get these devices the army even had devices to um because they want them to stay in shape and uh, that was one issue the army was not keeping their people in shape and they were becoming non-deployable. So, um, you know, they're, they're kind of in this catch-22 at this point. Well, of course, I mean, you could make the argument that you can keep troops fit, you can keep yourself fit without a Fitbit. Uh, you know, I did all my marathon years of running before there were such things as these fitness trackers and websites posting what everybody did, and somehow we managed to finish the Boston Marathon no problem without them. So the question is, what is DOD trying to do at this point? And Try to get past all of this. Yeah, well, I think it comes to being um, a regular person, right? You know, the troops have so many, their body belongs to the United States government and they want a couple of freedoms and, and things that they can uh, do like everyone else, right? And it is fun to challenge your friends on Fitbit and to see who can get more steps in a day or do different things. And, and it's it's a it's an incentive, right, to go out and exercise. So I, I talked to Ajay Gupta. He's a uh, a cybersecurity expert at the University of Maryland University College, and he was saying that this sort of opens up a area of, of business for DoD, right, and and for private market market because it 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 finds a middle ground that DoD needs, which is a place that you can sh- find track all these sort of data, but also 
not necessarily put it in one centralized location where it can be easily accessed and everything like that. So maybe something, you know, like an intranet instead of an internet with those kind of things. Um, so, you know, he, he also offered a couple of solutions for DOD, and, and uh, here's one of them. One thing that I'd like them to consider trying to do is if you can extract intelligence out of this data, one way to trip that up is to flood that data source with fake data, right? Very much like we have fake news in the world today, right? So if they could find a way, maybe working with the company, to just upload gigabytes of fake data, maybe they have people, that, fake data showing that people ran through a river or ran through a mountain or something, something that's obviously not a doable activity, that might trip up the enemy's ability to leverage it for realistic, you know, actionable intelligence. Those kinds of things may be something that could be done relatively easily here. And that was Ajay Gupta. He's the program chair for computers, networks, and cybersecurity at the University of Maryland University College. And you know, he's he's saying you know flood with fake data, but that doesn't really say much for journalistic integrity of the maps necessarily. But it might be something that's needed for for operational security. Well, the thing is, the flaw in that solution, I think, is if you don't want people to know there are soldiers in this zone, and if the natives of that area don't have these devices and you flood it with fake data, all that makes it look like is if you have 10,000 troops in a certain area instead right. of 200. Yeah, or if you're in a very sparse area and you, you put a bunch of, of maps and, or I'm sorry, data points in there. And, and just as a sort of a, a scale of comparison, this map had 13 trillion GPS data points on it. So, um, you know, this is a lot of data that they collected. It was between 2015 and September of 2017. Well, it just shows that storage is way too cheap if they can do stuff like that. That's right, Moore's Law. <laughs> but, I mean, this really gets to the larger policy of wireless devices in DOD. Because, as you say, even if you don't have a fitness tracking device, you still have wireless phones. Right. And those are on Wi-Fi. So maybe what he's proposing then is to turn off the Wi-Fi or the connectivity of them and somehow upload them to an intranet only available to the military. Yeah. And, and you know, it's going to be really interesting to see how DOD handles this. At this point, they don't have a timeline or anything for the policy that they're working on. So, uh, you know, it's it's really up in the air to see how strict they make this because it's a fine line between the devices that they need every day because, you know, there are devices that you need just to do your job regularly as a military person um, versus just completely shutting everything off and just having a brick in your pocket. Because they do have radios and they have other communication devices on duty and on patrol. And so wouldn't those also be sniffable by, if not necessarily Strava and a map there, wouldn't they be detectable otherwise? So, I mean, I would think the military would look at its policies and practices now for stealth and just simply roll them backwards to these devices. Sure. I mean, this is a, a 21st century to an age-old problem, right? I mean, how do you hide your footprints in, in the woods? Um, it's it's just another issue that has long embattled, right, the, the Defense Department or any military. And have they banned the devices for now? Or they shut them off for now? No, there's no new policy at this point. It's just uh, they're just re, re-looking at, at all their policies. And, you know, we'll, we'll find out what they come out with soon, hopefully. Do they have a timeline for when no, they're going to come no out with something? No timeline at this point. So they, they are uh, keeping their, their lids tight on this one so far. Federal News Radio Scott Massioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Check out his story at federalnewsradio.com.